dreams for you today that you're going to get a lot of value from. All right. Here's my dog, Benny. There's a... Hi, Ben. He's 20 years old. He's been with me through thick and thin. And he can't see shit. I don't think he can hear very well. But man, no one's having more fun than Benny Boy. Look at this little dude. Look at Benny. 20 years old, guys. Documented, too. You can go back and watch uh, sketches I was doing in 2005 with Benny. Like a full-grown adult Benny in them. Even 2004. No, 2005. Hey, buddy, remember when I got you from that pound? When you were found behind a dumpster being chased by Joe Rogan? All right, today's episode is called Schizos, Psychos, and Zombies, or Psychos, Schizos, and Zombies, whatever you want to call it. It is, uh, I think this one's going to be good for you guys. <laughs> I, uh, I just finished watching all six seasons of the show Grimm because I've been running on my treadmill and I've just been watching Grimm. It's been a naughty little uh, addiction for me, and I'm not recommending watching any TV if you don't watch TV because I've been having a lot of nightmares. Uh, it doesn't matter how good the show is, there's always a lot of drinking in every Hollywood show, a lot of violence, a lot of uh, sex, a lot of betrayal, uh, and so it's, there's like a lot of grossness in every single um, show, so I don't recommend any TV, but if, if you're used to all that shit and you just watch TV, Grimm is pretty damn good. It's, um, because it, it shows a kind of world. That's why I'm going to break up the world into psychopaths, schizophrenics, and zombies. It's a show about a guy. It's based on the brothers Grimm, except inverted because it's Hollywood. That's made by Jay's. Um, it's still a Jay taking a dump on your soul. Kind of, but it's also, there's a lot of truth in it. There is a lot of truth in it. Proud schizo. I think, so the, the, the story of Grimm, it's based around brothers Grimm, the, the, the old stories about monsters that take kids and all these, uh, fairy tales. And Basically, this cop who's a cop in Portland, this detective, starts being able to see the monsters. And it's kind of like when David, I, what's his last name? The, the, the British guy who talks about lizard people, David something, David Icke, David Icke. When he talked about lizard people and everyone called him crazy, he's not crazy. It's just, it's just a spiritual lizard people. There are people that behave in a certain way with a hidden uh, nature to them that some people can see. And the people who can see that, you know, you could call seers or savants or artists or schizophrenics because there's a huge range of how people perceive these things. Because there is such a thing as mental illness. There are people that have traumas and mental problems where they manifest a reality in front of them that isn't real and they act out uh, according to delusions and they're very, very dangerous. That is true. But there's also a lot of people that see shit that other people can't see. And so you have your psychopaths that are trying to hide and take advantage of the zombies. <laughs> and then you have your schizophrenics that can see the psychopaths and want to warn the zombies because they're, they're, they don't want the zombies to start acting crazy. 
And uh, schizo is a bad term for it. So psychopath, you could call them CEOs. So zombie, you could call them citizens. I'm just trying to be funny, Denmark Bear. Psychopath is the is like the insult version of, you know, young, upward, mobile, professional CEO or um, what's it called? Uh, like a venture capitalist. <laughs> you know, like we could call it something nice. Schizophrenic, you could call artist or savant or, you know, in some cases in the Bible, prophet, right? You know, people that can see stuff that other people can't see. Now there's a huge, yeah, real go-getter. <laughs> yeah. American psycho, right. And then there's American schizo. And in the past, the, the schizo, the seer, the someone who, schizophrenic can, can be a range. And there are, you know, in extreme cases where those people uh, can't function in society. Same with psychopath. There's an extreme um, position where they can't function in society. They literally are chopping people up and eating their organs and stuff. Like that's... There's a psychopath that the predatory nature is not functional in society. Same with schizophrenic. Like they're seeing stuff and reacting to stuff that is so not in reality that uh, they can't really function in society. But uh, three kinds of people in this world, pussies, dicks, and assholes. Yeah, and I think there is like mixtures. I think that everybody has a mixture of psycho, schizo, and zombie. And I think zombie is a choice. I think zombie just means you're giving up your free will to anybody that wants it. And I think there's a lot of those people. And uh, like I'll, I'll show you a bunch of what I believe to be psychopaths. These are the most powerful bankers in the world. Not exactly a handsome bunch. These are the people that, th these are they. You know, everyone talks about they, these people. Look at their faces, right? You can see that they almost appear to be another type of human and then you start getting into these guys like that's uh the head of the Rothschild family or used to be the head of the Rothschild family you look at that guy and you see something in his face right same with this guy this is uh the head of the Rockefeller family these are the most powerful people in the world this is the sole heir to the Oppenheimer family like you look in his eyes and they're not exactly intimidating people but they look odd right and so the, the seer, I won't say schizo because that's a little uh, insulting, but I just thought that was funny to say psycho schizos and zombies. But there's groups of people that can just see that, like and say there's something wrong with that guy or this entire group of bankers. And you're like, they look different, right? Or the sole heir to the Morgan fortune from JP Morgan. Uh, he doesn't look... He looks different. And that's where the idea of like lizard people come from. Do I think they're descendants of chameleons or geckos? No. But you, you, you feel that there's a difference. And that's why the show Grimm is very interesting. Because it dramatizes how some people can see the inner nature of uh, psychopaths. Okay, like... And again, let me just uh, preface this. So this is a show, uh, this is like fan art for Grimm. Uh, I don't recommend watching any TV if you don't watch TV. Because I don't watch TV and I just binged Grimm and I've had horrible nightmares. Uh, you ever have nightmares where, where everything just like sucks? Where it's just like, it, it's like the world you live in, but it's a lowered version. And there's more betrayal and death 
and hell? Well, I've had that recently. And so um, that's a factor. Like when you watch any Hollywood show, there's going to be a lot of drinking, sex, violence, and, um, and gratuity. And I even fast forward through stuff and it's still, you know, the betrayal, the, the families breaking apart, children in, in danger, and I'm aware of it. And it still had an effect on me. That being said, this show dramatizes the inner, the inner reveal of people's natures. Let me just see if I can find uh, a show description Grimm. Because the Brothers Grimm had a profound effect on me growing up. And I think there has been seers throughout history that have been called mentally ill or schizophrenic. And so they, they're forced into the world of art. Like if you watch The Nutcracker, without the music, it looks like the delusions of a schizophrenic. But is there truth in it? Of course. The toy soldiers, the, the queen of the rats. You know, you're looking at the world through the eyes of someone that isn't easily programmed and can see the schizophrenic nature of uh, politics, business, all kinds of stuff. So the series narrative follows Portland homicide detective Nicholas Burkhard, who discovers he is a grim, the latest in a line of guardians who is sworn to keep the balance between humanity and mythological creatures known as Vesson. And so basically what the show is, is Nick Burkhard is a uh, detective and he has a normal life and his uh, partner is not a grim. He's not a Vesson. He's just a normal guy. And all of a sudden, Nick starts being able to see faces that, that others can't see. Like you'll see a, a businessman look like that or a, a woman look like that or a violent criminal reveal that he's a werewolf, but no one else can see it. And so he stumbles upon this um, underground world where these are all a bunch of different types of Vesson. And, and this is kind of the nature of predatory behavior, predator and prey. And some of them aren't even predators, they're prey. Like some are mice, some are sheep, some are, uh, one of his best friends is a uh, ice beaver. Another, his other best friend is a blue button, which is basically a werewolf, but he's learned to control his urges. And he is just a really good dude. And so, and they all have different natures. Like the goat one there is, um, is capable of enchanting women. And some of them are very high level. Like that would be more like the Vesson that uh, are all these bankers like this. Because they're more, they're predators, but they are, they have a different nature than your street predator. They have a more long-term uh, thing. And so one thing that happens in the show that I relate to a lot is when the Vesson see that you see them, they freak out. So as a police detective, and most crime is associated with Vesson, uh, of all types, you know, as soon as they, they, it's called voguing, where they reveal their nature, and they'll see in his eyes that he can see them and he's a grim, they freak out and they're like, don't kill me, don't kill me. Or they like want to run away because historically the grim killed the Vesson. And... And this is when things get even more interesting because the Grimm have been bought by royal bloodlines and royal families in the past and have been used against their own kind. And it's, it is a fascinating show, especially if you like 
um, especially if you like uh, children's literature, which I was growing up with, like how the demons reacted to Jesus. Yeah, and because that happens to me, and I know it happens probably to a lot of you guys, where you don't react like a zombie, and so the psychopath knows you can see them, and then they start freaking out. And so um, I thought that that was something interesting to look at, because if you look at these, this is they, and I'll, I'll read what I wrote on uh, Instagram about these people. When you can see their real nature, it's not very intimidating. Um, I wrote, um, the first slide are the most powerful bankers in the world. That's these guys. The next are the heads of the richest families in the world. This is them. Okay, that's, that's them. This is they. When they say they want to do this, them, 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 that's them. A lot of their kids are either dead or gay activists. Because you also have the Warburgs, the uh, Wallenbergs out of Sweden, who uh, potentially started the first central bank. It's, it's up in the air between, you know, City of London and Stockholm. Um, that's where Stockholm Syndrome comes from. Some of the most psych uh, successful psychopaths in human history. Um, anyway, they are a sad bunch and it's time to stop blaming they for your problems. Look at these people. These guys are Donald Trump's boss's boss's boss. And look at them. And so when you can see them, they know you can see them. And they know their nature. Their nature is simply predatory and it's hidden. And so the zombies, uh, they like, they like the zombies. And so because the zombies are prey to the predator. They're prey to the, uh, the psychopath. The zombie are the people that will inject the vax or will, you know, just be the, 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 the sheep, the prey animals of the psychopaths. The grim, the schizo can see that and wants to tell everybody. Psychopaths are usually drawn to positions of power. So they keep the schizos or the seers or the prophets or whatever you want to call different people throughout history in cages or in prison. Uh, and that's why a lot of schizos, quote unquote, have revealed the truth about nature in art. Because if they set it straight up, they would be put in a mental institution. Isn't that interesting? And right now is actually one of the best times to be a seer. They killed the bards first. Well, if the bard wasn't clever enough to hide what he was saying. Or if the bard was not good enough at being a bard to lose the zombies. You know, and that's why our group is pretty interesting because we're all a mixture of all three of these things. Like I have some sheep in me, not a lot, but some like some zombie where I, I have the desire to just check out and have someone else tell me what the truth is. Not a big part, like much smaller than most people, but it's there. I have a small part of psycho in me, like where it's, uh, I can, I can see, uh, a prey and shoot it and take the meat from it. Like, I understand where these things are, but I am more on the seer side. Like I'm not motivated by money and status or, uh, exploiting anyone. And I like to make decisions for myself. Werewolves are violent criminals. How hare you says Terpinian. And that's why uh, it's funny because there is patterns in faces and there's patterns in behavior throughout history. And there's something there. To be fair, the other bards weren't 6'8", though. Good. Thank you for that, Woodshot Bear. Okay, isn't that an interesting idea, though, where it's like the psycho versus the schizo? Like, I'll show you, uh, like, list. Like, let me show you one of my favorite songs of all time. 
uh, list. Oh, what's the name of it? Alibastrom. Like this is like this song I'm about to play for you guys. Is uh, there's some there's truth in that. There's so much truth in this that, that had to be hidden behind. Um, is there no piano? Even though it's oh, shut up, you fucking ad. Like he couldn't just say the truth. He had to hide it in art. Like you hear this and you see the pattern. I mostly see psychos, says Denmark Bear. Well, you live in Denmark. I think a lot of you guys are either psychos or zombies. I think you have a little schizo in you, Denmark Bear. All right, you want it? So this is the part of the timeline where everybody, everything works. You want to compare it to the financial system it's smart, sound money. And everybody's in the fields or they're building or they're having families. And you can even see the bricks of the castles being built to this part of the song. And it's all harmonious and things are going according to natural plan. And then in comes in the apocalypse. And then it'll show you the nature of order out of chaos. You know, and he couldn't just say it or else they would have put him, put him in prison. That's the introduction of a new idea. It's changed the order a bit. Now it's a slightly different order. Listen. More complexity to the gears of the machines. You see it? But it's still got the same underlining natural tonality. The same order that is natural order will continue to reflect throughout the whole song. But now there's coming more attention. And comes in the wars, right? The complexities are, are building up into a crescendo of apocalypse. You see it? And then the collapse will come. You'll see the collapse. This is uh, Franz Liszt. All the gears are, are not working. The gears are breaking. The gears are falling. The hubris has broken the wheel. But then what comes from it? Springtime again. It could start small. It's back, like a little, like grass is coming through the snow again, you know? It's like, after collapse, in comes back the order. It's very, the soundtrack of genocide says Denver. <coughs> it's delicate. And that's when it's rebuilding and the whole thing starts again. But with each iteration of the cycles of the season, it changes slightly. And there's different echoes and there's different patterns from the past and all this. And this is all political. This is all 
financial. This is all, you know, theological, but you can't say it with words. List literally claimed you could hear callers. Yeah, he was... This is one of my favorite songs ever written. Because he's a technical master, but he also knows how to use silence and use space. And it's perfect. It's like perfect. Isn't that just so perfect? Um, all right, now I'm going to show you guys Beethoven. Is it Ninth Symphony? Where is it? An hour and five. Where's just the part I like? We're in their corner. And Shut up, you fucking liar! You see how you see how the the seers are? The sound of lies feels like pain. Oh no! Not another commercial to sell me shit by psychopaths. Oh, come on, zombies, buy my magic liquid. No, it's Seventh Symphony. Sorry, that's Ode to Joy. Solid. But wait to hear this. At the build, this is it. This is the pattern in all aspects of life, whether it's the growth of a forest, the growth of a bureaucracy, the growth of a bank, the growth of a life and death. It's fucking unbelievable. And these people could see right through uh, the emperor. And so they couldn't say it. They had to write it in music. That's why the comedian, um, the job, you know, you, you like Norm MacDonald kept his gestures privilege very well. He, he didn't ever said it directly. He just said, isn't it funny that every war is always won by the good guys? <laughs> this is eight minutes long, but the build is worth it. As this builds, look at these people. You can see how it builds. Look at the hubris. All right, let's continue. Anyway, by the way, the reason I was a half hour late is uh, in the winter, my life gets more. My morning expands because of the snow. Oh, this is great. I'll show you this in a second. Watch this. All it takes is one pop of the, uh, of the popsicle stick. Watch this. <laughs> you see that? comes in you know shit is not it's for real 
Oh my god, I love it. Alright, we're gonna watch that again. Alright, let's watch it. Oh, it's so true. It's so true. Watch this. See how it builds? It starts off with the first popsicle stick. And then it just keeps growing. Because it happens over and over and over again. And if you point out directly in society how this is working, they they call you crazy. They call you an anti-Semite. They call you a racist, a bigot, a homophobe. But you're like, no, it's not about hate at all. In fact, someone who composes something this beautiful can't really have hate in their system because it's all about perfect symmetry and the adherence to the natural law. So why do we get chills when we listen to certain music? Because it's true. Because it's resonating in your body, in the water in your body on a level that you don't understand. And the, the composers, the artists, the, the autists, the, the savants, the seers, the schizos, whatever you want to call people, they see it all day, every day. Like these people, like you can see something in their face that looks an awful lot like that, you know? And it's like, it's almost like a, a hidden nature that's running through different types of people, different types of predator, different types of behavior, different types of math. And there's no fighting it. I always thought classical music was gay until I found BB. Now I listen regularly. Because you can see the pattern. It's like building, it's, you're literally like building the bricks to a tower that falls and then life emerges from it. You see it or you don't, yeah. The vibrations in the song are probably random cancer cells in your body. Uh, they kill random, yeah, yeah, th this is. Because you can hear, do you see, do you, do you see the different layers that keep emerging? So it starts with bump, dun, 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 dun. And then you have the woodwinds, the brass, the timpani, the sec the viola, the violin, the, the second violin, the first violin. The, it's like each layer adds to the one before as if you're building a castle. And our entire society can appear to be a castle. And so listen to these different layers and what they're saying. And how it comes in soft at first. It's like, it's testing the waters. And as one is on top of each other, they're trying to balance and see if it fits. They're like waves trying to balance. You, you hear the other waves? A lot of people only hear the melody, but there's so much happening below the surface. Hear all this? 
but it's all the same wave that started from a ripple from a puddle. And it's still up here as all this is happening down here. It's communication. Yeah. And then it starts to like break apart. Just like every wave after it crashes, it goes, it starts changing. And then the echo. And then it changes, the nature of it changes completely. And these are like the waves and patterns of politics, economics, society, theology, all of it. It's all the same type of waves, ripples, echoes, you know. And when you try to explain that to people, they go, you're a conspiracy theorist. You should be in a cage. And you're like, okay, so I'll just put it in art. And that's why so much of the best art ever was uh, by seers, by people that would probably have been called schizophrenic if you sat down with them and they told you what they saw in the world. And um, some of the best music was written from a prison cell. I mean, Shostakovich was arrested and put in prison. And Stalin felt that his music was so beautiful that he let him out. Even though the music itself was a historical documentation of what was going on in Russia. Like this. You guys want to hear Shostakovich? Listen to this, and then we'll uh, we'll you know we'll get back to your normal scheduled program. Shostakovich is it Symphony Number no. Two? Waltz Two Piano? It's not waltz, is it? Shostakovich Piano Concerto Two. I mean, this is pure. Beauty. And, and the layers of it are the layers of someone's personality, someone's psyche versus like their persona, the mask they wear in public versus what's inside their heart. And it's all about layers. And that's in the, the beginning is like, it's like the canvas. You're like setting the, the nature of the air, the water, the land. And then when the piano comes in, you see the storyline. And it's, it's, you know, the stars in the sky, the money in your wallet. It's all the same pattern over and over again. How did the idea that bees make the best music ever get in a popular opinion? Shit oh, yeah, I know, I know. I mean, because a lot of white people stopped making this music. And they started going, my dog ran away because I drink whiskey. And everyone's like, Ugh! listen to this. The clouds break, right?
But the beauty of having a symphony, and this is why I've always wanted to write a symphony, is it's almost like a love affair between the masculine and the feminine, where you have the, the melody, and sometimes, sometimes the strings go with it, and other times they pull away from it. Yeah, there's little money in being a classical composer. Yeah, just like everything, financial carrots and sticks just destroyed it because everybody wants their everybody wants their precious money. That's why a lot of the artists now are seen as crazy because people like I remember in uh, Hollywood when, when I started saying stuff that wasn't going to make me any money. In fact, it was going to destroy my ability to make money. They said, "Oh, that's isn't that." They said, you must be crazy, you're gonna make less money. And I was like, if you are motivated by money and not the art itself, you're the definition of insane to me. Because you're, well, not insane, you're like a zombie. You're like, uh, not only do you have strings on your back and your arms, you beg for the strings. You, you, you beg for the strongest strings. You want, you know, you want steel cables with silk. You know, you love it. You love being a little puppet so that you don't have to have any accountability. All right. Tension and release. Tension and release. It's in the upside down now. So good. Wait till the, the sun comes out again and then I'll start, you know, doing more of the stream. The zombies of the world who he's referred to when he said, let the dead bury the dead. Yeah. Those are wishes in the air prayers and then the prayers answered and it's the same pattern but every time it's different you know they say uh, history doesn't repeat it rhymes because the echoes from the earlier stuff they're going to affect the future you know it's not that's why you can't have the same thing happen again it's like there's the same pattern, there's the same like natural ratio to everything that happens, but the ripples from before will affect the future. That's so fucking cool, right? See, Owen, episode 277 on UATV, the most beautiful song I've ever written. Yeah, yeah. If you want to check out me breaking down this song from a while ago, subscribe to unauthorized.tv, and it's episode 277, where I really break down that. So I think it's the most beautiful song I've ever written. That, and then list 
Uh, the list song I played you uh, earlier. It's uh, and then you know the Beethoven number seven, the bum 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 bum. I mean, uh, it just doesn't get better. And so yeah, schizos, psychos, and zombies, right? And the the schizos don't. They don't even understand the psychos typically. Like they're just like, why would you do that? Like why why do you keep forcing your will on everybody? <laughs> and so if the schizo reveals the plan, like for example, like a very famous quote unquote schizo in history was uh uh the the Unabomber. And there isn't even evidence that he sent any bombs, by the way. Just a little FYI. He was revealing the nature of the 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 technocratic plan way before anyone else saw it and and he suffered for it and he's and he hid from the zombies he hid from the psychos and i'm not making him a hero because he wasn't really operating properly like if you see that shit and you're and no one else sees it you either have to make it funny you have to make it beautiful or you have to figure out how to survive because if you tell the zombies and they don't want to hear it they will turn on you and if you are seen by the psychopaths and they see you as a threat to their plan, they will try and put you in a cage. And so, uh, you know, there, there is an element where it's up to you to not go too far. The psycho acceleration is astounding. But right now is the best time ever to be a seer because you can just say it now and there's so many of us that, you know, that... And this is what I think has happened to the uh, the ruling elite, quote unquote. Me and my buddy were talking about this. And this is what I think is exactly what happened. All right. The old nobility vision for world government and socialism has been institutionalized into the organizations they founded. Their foundations and CFR, Trilateral Commission, Fabian Society, IMF, UN, World Bank, Davos, Bilderberg, WEF, etc., the newer generations have begun believing their own nonsense and these organizations took on their own bureaucratic life, an abomination of their founding intention. The people running them now are falling for their own lies and don't understand the bigger plan and context. Boom. That's exactly what happened. Because when you actually look into some of these people, they're not winning at anything. And so... So it, it appears like the New World Order is this insane uh, conglomerate of, of unbeatable systems and forces and funding and fiat and all this, but all their kids are gay or dead or they're self-hating. They, they don't know what the original plan was. The original plan was to have a big separation between the zombies and the psychos, but the crossover, the cross-pollination has gotten so crazy that um, it's kind of like uh, the original, this is going to you know offend a lot of people that love just hiding behind the J's, but the original eugenics in America was strongly pushed by Protestants. And so they wanted to get rid of the blacks and the Catholics. And you can't blame them, you know? But so all their measures and they, you know, all the measures that they did started affecting their own women. You know, the wasp women started getting on the pill. The pill was invented by a Jew, marketed by a Jew. You know, most of this shit, you know, the 
the Planned Parenthood, a lot of it were quote unquote Jews, but a lot of them were hired by wasps because wasps wanted to get the fucking Catholics and the blacks out of here. A lot of them, not all of them. A lot of them are really sweet rural people, but you know, some of the big boys um, really wanted to call the herd and the very intention they had for the masses, their own women start adopting their birth rate went to shit. And then you saw the wasps being taken over demographically in America by Catholics and minorities and all this stuff because their own women stopped having kids. Their own women started. Yeah. The city wasp. That's a good way to put it, Patrick. The, The old families, the big families, their own women started resenting the men because the men were, you know, the whole, the only sin is competition. Rockefeller said that that's a pussy move and women don't respect pussies. And, uh, and so if you don't, accept the challenge and rise above the challenge. If, if competition is the only sin, your women are going to degrade. Your, your children will degrade. You know, the sin will be upon your family. And you're seeing that over and over again. These guys do not have adequate offspring. And it's not the first time. The Jews are just the current iteration of this cycle. Before it was, you know, the British or the Pras. Before that, it was the, I don't know, Phoenicians, Babylonians, whatever you're, Whatever wave is currently attempting to take control of of the natural world and impose their will on it, their children or their children's children, they start uh, believing it, adopting to it, and going sterile and gay and fucking, you know. Interesting that God broke us into groups and now we do it on our own. So much infighting instead of trying to grow together to undo past mistakes. Yeah. Yeah. But a lot of it has to do with uh, the hidden nature of different types of people. Because race isn't really as valuable to see as if you are a little bit on the spectrum and you can actually see these guys. You know, and I don't literally see those faces on people, but I can see their nature. I can see the nature of the beaver or the mouse or the or the sheep or the... Um, uh, fox or the skunk or the raccoon or the cobra or the 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 eel or the lion you know these archetypes of man are real and those are more the divisions than just simple things like demographics or race or um, money or stuff like that there there is a real nature to this like if you look at a Jordan Peterson, like here's a video of Jordan Peterson weeping again. You know, when, when people meet me on the street, they'll say things like, I met a couple of Orthodox Jews in New York, and they said to me on the street that they call me rabbi, which was... It's a hell of a thing to hear. You know? <laughs> like, he's like a vessel. You know, like he's a, he's a type of internal animal. Like, I'm not saying he's not a man or a human or doesn't, you know, a living reflection of God and all that fun stuff, but that isn't like us, like yeah, a rabbit now, but he's predatory too, though. He's like uh Jordan Peterson is like a, he's like a snow owl or something. I don't know, but he's not, he's not like, he's, a, he's like, he's something else. You know, 
And like, look at this guy. So this is how every war in history has always started. So here you have the two fighters, and then you have the little Ira on the side who keeps putting his little beak in there. Like, you can see that there are different, I'm not going to call them species, but they're very different types of people in this scenario. You know, so that, the little, the little J there is almost like a, I don't know. I don't know what I would describe him as, but it's like almost like an animal. Um, like taking a nip and then and then squealing. I don't know. It's just it's just there's something there. And so that was my review of the show Grim. Again, a lot of sex, a lot of violence, a lot of drinking, and I had I've been having nightmares. But it is, you know, truth or porn for schizos. <laughs> a chihuahua, yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. So anyway, that's kind of any super chats. I got some mail here. A hyena. Say it, rat. Uh, kinda, not really though. A weasel. Yeah, it's like a weasel. I like that. Norm, uh, what does it say? Norm McDonald said in an interview once that most people believe life is a battle between good and evil, but then he believed it's actually a battle between good and good. What do you think? I, I need to hear more. That doesn't really, I don't understand that. Okay, here's some super chats. Thinking about new currency and great reset reminded me of the story of the immortal alchemist, the Count of St. Germain. Supposedly, he opened an account centuries ago that could cover the world debt. Uh, interesting, Valhalla Bear. I appreciate that. Woodshop Bear. Hey, BB and uh, Bears, have a wonderful holiday season. I've got an epic letter coming soon. A lot of revelations this year with what I've been through that I'd like to share. Love you all tremendously, and I hope God continues to bless you all with cups that runneth over. Thank you, Woodshop Bear. Crestmont Bear, Big Bear paying some gay away for being quote-unquote a fucking cheap fuck. Hilarious, I love it. Also, your structured episodes are great for topics that need it, but the ramblings are gold. Thank you very much, Crestmont Bear. Forkball Bear, Dinosaur Timeline makes total sense operating on the base 6 million number system. That's hilarious. Uh, yeah. Mortloaf Bear, the first clapper is a bear. Yeah, yeah I'll go with that. Joshua says, thanks for turning me on to uneducated economist and indirectly lumberjack landlord. Uh, looking forward to moving into the FEMA camp so I can house, hack, and rent out my house. That's a good idea, Levenstein. All right. Are there any animals that manufacture conflict in the animal kingdom? Uh, yeah, tons. But you know what I'm saying, though. It's like the Brothers Grimm, if you really look at it, it's very trutherish. It's like, uh, it's like, it's hiding the nature of politics, theology, economics, finance in children's fairy tales about monsters. And, uh, and I think that was pretty much how things were done for centuries and centuries until now. Like now people just say it and it's a good time. I appreciate it. Probably Alexandria has a great series of St. Germain on her YouTube. Cool. Well, I know, uh, 
You know, Crow is really tight with Fortune, who's a direct descendant of St. Germain. And that guy's got a lot of gravy. He's tied in with the, uh, with the royalty of Europe. And so he has a lot of gravy about how that actually works. And, uh, yeah. All right. So, you know, you can always check that out. He's really good at healing people. Fortune Germain. His name is Fortune St. Germain. How dare he? There's no such thing as darkness, but there is a lack of light. Similarly, maybe evil doesn't exist, just the lack of good. Yes, I, I believe that. Eh, I kind of believe that, but sometimes you do see that there is like an intention of evil. You know? Like there does appear to be uh, evil. Usually amongst... I think on the spirit realm, there's, there is evil with an intention. With humans, with men, I think it's mostly a lack of good. Makes you vulnerable to the psycho. But I don't know. Someone just sent me a bunch of chocolate. It's going to go right to, my, right to my bitch hips. Let me read the cards. Thank you, though. I'm sure my family will like it. Oh, that does look really good, doesn't it? Jesus. Owen, Amy, and the boys, may you have a blessed Christmas and a happy new year with gratitude. Thank you, with gratitude. Wishing you a festive season filled with lots of family and friends. Onward to Bertaria. Love, Brent. Uh, rock. Rockin' Bear and Southern Bell Bear. Appreciate it. Yeah, the, I'll, I'll read the other letter from yesterday, too, and then I'll... May, uh, wishing you all the best this holiday season from the Main Bears. Thank you, Big Bear and Amy, for your beautiful card. Anytime. Thank you for writing to me first. Dear Owen, Amy, Walter, Charlie, Jack, and Frederick, may God continue to bless you with peace, joy, health, and love. Merry Christmas. God bless. Oiny Bear. Thank you. And then here's the final one. Um, going to need extra time. I'm not going to eat any. I know. I'm, I allow my indulgence to things like sourdough bread and uh, like when my wife cooks homemade enchiladas and shit like that. I can't do candy. Like it's just not even close to what's possible for my metabolism. Oh, and your recent streams on the Irish have me belly laughing heartily. Since us white folks love us a good theme and Irish is finally it, I thought it was about time to share an Irish folk song that I attempted to add to a, Bert a Bertarian twist. I first heard the tune from Seth Statton's Watkins YouTube cover and, and so use his cadence for the song. I listed out the lyrics to the original first and the Bertarian one. Is there a... This is from Andrew. Is there a... Uh, can you just like put it into a video and I'll play it? Yeah, like make it, and then I'll play it for everybody. Because there's a lot of lyrics here. So uh, if you just make the song, you know, I will, I will play it for the Bears. All right. Greetings, Big Bear. Half Australian, half Mexican, half Filipino Jew with an Indian accent, but doesn't speak English voice. That's hilarious. Bullshit machine bear, old-timey voice. To begin this letter, I want to express my gratitude to you, Coddington, and the Bertarian community. 
as there is no better group of men and women in the realm. I'm a proud donor to the timeshare, that's a joke, in Missouri, where I spent my Labor Day weekend with many other crushers, and plan to contribute more when I can. I'm also a subscriber to Unauthorized.tv, and the Bertarian Times app, and forged many friendships with Bertarians on Instagram and in real life. This is my second letter along with it. I've sent a coveted Sodomy Stinks t-shirt that defends against and helps deprogram false virtue. Hopefully it fits a giant. I am of the opinion that anyone that does not own one of these shirts is directly promoting sodomy. And old-timey boys. I've been wearing these shirts for almost a year now, and the reactions in public aren't anything I expected. When the COVID presentation was happening, I would wear a lab coat wherever I went that said, Wally, the COVID safety engineer, and recorded videos of my encounters with people who dared to speak to the maskless man in the white lab coat. That's hilarious. The lab coat, I used to wear a lab coat too. It's great. The lab coat also had various stats and messages written on it to let people know that they were being played by the COVID narrative. I got some negative reactions with the lab coat, but let's just say 70 to 80% were positive. With the Sodomy Stinks shirt, I thought the positive reactions would be the opposite of the lab coat. But over the past years, I've noticed the good energy around people when they see it. Yeah, people are done with homos. I uh, was talking to Jim Brewer this morning. It's hilarious. He's always, uh, he's always real appreciative when people tell the truth. Uh, he's, he's one of those guys that's so funny. He's like, man, you guys are really, really going for it. <laughs> I'm like, anytime you want, Jim. He's like, ah, I just love watching you guys. <laughs> All right, most people choose to not say anything when they pass me in public, but I do receive many nods and lots of smirks from people in all demographics that let me know they like what they see. Everyone hates sodomy, even sodomites. They know it hurts. No one's having fun with sodomy. No one has fun with sodomy. Dude, the sodomites hate it more than anyone. Oh, when they can't commit suicide, it's because of white heterosexual people who don't accept them. No, it's because sodomy is a real pain in the ass. And they know it. Sodomy is a real pain in the ass. That's a good one, Kyneton. So, so I, I now can congratulate myself for it because I, I employ you. It's the same type of approval not I used to give to people in military uniform. I do enjoy when someone does choose to strike up a conversation. I'll be in the produce section at the grocery store or something, and an older boomer-type lady will stop me and say, how refreshing it is to see a man that hasn't lost his mind and isn't afraid to share this message. They'll usually want to take my picture so they can show their husbands because they think he needs to see this. It brings a smile to my face when people ask to take their picture with me so they can put it on their social media. Then we'll have a like-minded chat for a few minutes with a few laughs. And when that's done, I have a new friend usually within 10 to 20 miles. It's great. Man, I used to make shirts like that that brought the people together. Fuck, I got to get back into that. Sodomy is a real pain in the ass. That's a good one. I also think there's a subconscious deprogramming nature to people reading it. So it always feels like I'm doing something good when I put it on. Yeah, my all porno is gay porno shirt. Everyone was scared to wear though. Fucking cowards. The beast is constantly shoving sodomy programming up people's ass and down their throats. So my theory is that when people see something so true, funny, and not hateful, 
that goes against the agenda, I think it helps defend against the programming because the subconscious gets to resolve it. Yeah, and it does stink. It's poop. You can't say that an anus doesn't stink. Oh, how dare you? No, my boyfriend Gary and Terry, their anus is it. No, no. It's all poop. It's all shit. It all stinks. It's all fucking disgusting. All right. One reason I made these is out of repentance for past behavior of trying to and sometimes successfully sodomizing the women I dated because I thought it was cool. I was under the spells and living in the flesh and never thought to think about my actions because I was going along with the voice that wanted to see how far I was willing to take the nasty. Yeah, you were a zombie programmed by a psychopath and now you're a schizophrenic. Congratulations. And I mean that with love. I'm not saying you're medically a schizophrenic, but like, you know, we've all been the zombie programmed by the psychopath on the screen to tell us it's cool to squirt with strangers. Uh, all right. Anyway. Uh, if you were to look at my search history, you would have seen stuff like MILF anal and other things that I won't get too graphic about and ruin this part of the stream. But a lot of it was humiliating to women. As a matter of fact, I want to thank you for not reading that last sentence out loud. I did read it out loud, asshole. As a matter of fact, I want to thank you for not reading that last sentence. It's a little personal and could have been embarrassing for me. I did just read the fucking sentence. I don't know how you know not to read certain sentences. I did read it! In my reflections, I realized that I was drawn to that stuff because I subconsciously... I probably shouldn't have read it. You're right. But I was just feeling very trusting. In my reflections, I realized that I was drawn to that stuff because I subconsciously wanted to see women humiliated and it made me feel powerful in an unhealthy way. To give a little background, yeah, I was never uh, into that. I would, I was a hedonist, but um, I always wanted to make women happy. I get it though. But, it, you know, it was still, it was my own ego. I wanted to be the... The, the conqueror that made them all happy. Well, you guys are getting it. To give a little background, I was abused by my alcoholic mother growing up and the worldview of women was twisted. My mom seemed to take most of her frustrations out on me when I was a kid, especially when it was about my dad because he wasn't around, leaving me very confused about who I was supposed to be and how I was supposed to act. Is there any more sentences I'm not supposed to read, by the way? I was physically hit almost every day and I was verbally humiliated, embarrassed, and emasculated with rhetoric meant for my absent father. A lot of times in front of my friends. Jesus. It was weird and that shit hurt sometimes because I had no idea why any mother would treat her kid that way and I slowly sank into a victim consciousness about my life. Steadily over time, as I repressed more and more embarrassment and anger, I started living my life in ways that would spite her, even though I was really spiting myself. Like being promiscuous and seeing women as something I was supposed to conquer. By getting them to do acts that don't equate to love. Yeah, the anal stuff. You know. I wasn't a serial sodomizer or anything, but I thought about it and did it enough times to know that's never a good place for me to be physically, spiritually, and mentally. Good for you and learned how to resolve unhealthy thoughts and feelings that put me there. Porn tried to keep me there as a way to see women humiliated without having to do the humiliating, while still being able to squirt at the humiliation. 
This is not only weak and gross, but it's shamefully, shamefully lazy too. Damn Jews, parentheses joke. Um, hilarious. I think you meant to be funny. BB takes the power away from it. Um, yeah, I, but I was playing along with the joke too. I'm not mad. Jesus, D-man bear. Like I said, I don't exactly know how programming works. Yeah. Anywho, uh, I, don't, I don't know how programming works, but I'm a big believer in forgive them, Father. They know not what they do. Yeah, I think that has to do with zombies. Because I know that's like to hear and believe only one side of an agenda that comes from what I knew as authority. And many people are only doing what they were taught is right, which is probably why there's something to wake up to. I like experiencing things for myself, so I'm also testing out a shirt that says anti-Semitic and, and another one that just says N-word to observe what kind of reactions they bring to see if I want to have those made. Hilarious. So far, I haven't encountered anyone that gives a shit about a t-shirt that says anti-Semitic on it. I think it just goes over most people's heads and most people don't care about the Jews as is presented. No, no one cares about Well, I know who cares the least about the Jews. The Jews. I think most of them just want to die. That's why they're vaccinating themselves. I'll have a better idea when the N-word shirt <coughs> does when I wear it out a few more times. <coughs> I wanted to, to mail out last week and I don't want it to get too long, so I'll wind down the letter. Thank you again for all you do. I too am a true seeker and greatly appreciate how hard you slay those sacred cows no matter what they are. You question things? I never even thought to question, like panda bears. Forgot I was allowed to question or haven't questioned in a long time, and it frees me from the shackles I didn't know I was imprisoned by. I don't know the Bible all that well, but Paul Week is a great example. I had no idea that my mind was imprisoned by shitty advice from Paul, that family, friends, and the societal narrative have been repeated back to me my entire life. It's when you set it out on the front lawn for a week to point it out and mock it and show where indoctrinated that's why psychopaths fucking hate me. They're like, no, the Grim can see. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I mean, he literally is correcting Jesus from his little prison cell. And he's a midget with a unibrow and a big nose who was just rounding up Christians. Oh, but forgiveness, big bear. Fuck you. But don't you know, Owen Benjamin cannot be listened to. It's such an obvious reveal that you're a fucking psychopath when people do that. Like of all the things that I say that they can, it's like whenever I touch on someone's scam, they're like, oh no, how dare you? And then the, the zombies that want to be puppeted are like, how dare you? But there's a lot of people that are like, you know what? Being a zombie kind of sucks. These guys keep fucking me over. I've been banging women in the ass for 10 years and all I got from it is AIDS, you know? Until so eventually people are like, you know what? I want to just not, I want to be a real boy. A t-shirt that just says the Jews. That's hilarious. I've gotten really good at spotting it since running your social media accounts. It's like they come out of the woodwork. Oh yeah, yeah, totally. No, it really is. Um, and then what happens is uh, the zombies will get really mad. And then in come in another group of psychopaths from my Reddit page to try and harness the zombies with new fucking uh, puppet strings and they can either accept that or not or they just start not being a zombie because being a zombie is always always uh, a decision 
because you were born with free will. So if you choose to be a zombie, uh, that's always your choice. No one's born a zombie. I do think people are born with predispositions towards being a psycho or a schizo, though. I watched another person who talks faith and he's exactly with you on Paul. It's crazy how Paul is everywhere now. Yeah, I mean, when you're me, you're kind of like in this flow state, like this uh, this just current of like revelation. And that's why I don't I don't say that everybody's listening to my stream anymore or uh, or that someone's stealing from me. When it comes to these topics, it's one thing if it's Dave Chappelle whose head writer used to watch me do the joke. You guys know that whole story. But uh, because I think things just emerge in certain times. And I think I'm pretty much on the front line of it because I've been at it for so long. And I'm so like, um, I'm not trying to brag. I'm, my ego is, I mean, guys, I, I've realized recently I don't know anything about World War II. So don't think that I'm, I've been very humbled recently. So... I don't know what the fuck World War II is about. You know, every time I think I really, really know something, I get humbled. But the thing that I'm not humbled by is my ability to uh, to catch a flow state. And everybody is, uh, yeah, like, let's take a look at Neil Brennan's face. If you want to talk about, like, he looks like another species of, I don't know. I, I hope I'm not, like, insulting people. But he looks like a weasel. I'll use his headshot so that you know I'm not trying to find an embarrassing picture of him. Like, this is the picture. And I know I look stupid in pictures, too. I get it. I'm just trying to make a point here that this guy looks like an actual weasel, right? Look at how he's... That's his, That's his like... And check it out. He's always doing that with his teeth for years, because I do think he's actually kind of like an actual weasel. Hang on, like, look at this. Dude, all the pics of Neil Brennan, every one of them, he's biting his fucking two front teeth like he's a weasel about to get in a... In a oh, there's one with his mouth closed. There's almost none with his mouth closed. Okay, so look at this. So this is called the Comedy Oreo... Uh, this is Neil surrounded by uh, the blacks that he serves. So what Neil does, what Neil does is he goes out and he finds good white people who write the best jokes in the world. And then he steals them and he feeds them to the blacks. And look at how his little fucking teeth are, right? Yeah, he looks like Ratatouille. And I mean that with love, man. I did used to get along with Neil, kind of. Uh... But I mean, look, dude, every single picture, he looks like a fucking actual rat. And he's not a Jew or anything. He's not. He's like Irish. That's why I'm saying it's not about being a Jew. It's about behavior. Look at him. Look at, look at Ratatouille. Hang on. Let me take a, let me find Ratatouille. Ratatouille. How is anyone supposed to spell that? Okay. Fortunately, everybody knows. Okay, so here is Ratatouille. This is why I don't just call Jews rats. Because Neil Brennan allegedly is Irish. And I've never seen a man look more like an actual rat in my life 
Okay, so here's Ratatouille, also known as Neil Brennan. Okay, so you see the teeth, the slack jaw, the wide eyes, the fear, the hubris, right? You can see it, right? You guys can see this shit. Okay, so here is Ratatouille. He's always Ratatouille, right? He's got a great idea. Look at him. He's got all the best jokes. Look at Ratatouille. Look at the smiling boy. That neck is way too long. Yeah, I mean, he's he's a Vessen. I mean, he, you could find him on the Vessen chart. He's like, I don't know. You, you guys get it. All right, let me continue reading this. Uh, <coughs> I don't know the Bible all that well, but Paul Week is a great example. I had no idea. My mom, all right, I read that. By the way, if you love Paul, I don't need comments. I don't care at all. I literally don't care. Paul had some great lines. There might have been two Pauls. Some of Paul's lines are great. He might not have even existed. He never met Jesus. I don't know. As far as, I, I just smell a rat with Paul. You can think whatever you want, though. And it doesn't, we don't have any problems. Just trust me on this. Um... It's when you set it out on the front line. All right, I thank God for this life and everything he's put in front of me. I'm truly blessed to be part of this community. Thank you, sir. God bless you and your family and all of Bertaria crush on. Bullshit Machine Bear, a.k.a. Fritz Freeman, a.k.a. Neil Fritz. Sounds like he's... And by the way, if you look like Ratatouille, I can still be your friend. I was friends with Neil Brennan for years. I really was. Ask Amy. Like, Amy knows Neil Brennan. Like, we used to know Neil Brennan. Like, a part of me likes him, but he isn't, like, a human. He's, like, uh, another species. Like, he's always got any jokes. You know, he's got got his fucking teeth like this. Easy on the gravy for the rest of the week. I'm watching my weight, BB, says Jack. Nice. And then Tom coming in hot. Thank you for the super chat, Tom. Keeps the lights on. The offspring of this generation of the elites are the participation trophy stock. Like Gay said, their hands are getting soft. Keep crushing. Oh, yeah, you want to see a, a Yay? Yay's crushing, by the way, in case, in case everybody, in case no one realized that. Hang on, let me get the... Uh... Because some of my friends are like, oh, no, Yay is going so f- soft on Elon. Ye is obviously doing something gay with Elon. Uh, no. Ye just said the Achilles heel of Elon Musk in a little clip when he's talking to another black, and they obviously shout me out because the blacks love me now. I think there's a lot of fucking seers in the black community, too. All right. Not that they have a community. Everyone's getting it. So anyway, listen to this. Shouts out fucking Adam and everybody. Somebody was reading something to me that was all in Spanish about Yay exposing, you know, the corruption of Hollywood media and politics. And the guy, um, it's one of the filmmakers that works with us that got canceled, that works with Owen Benjamin, a guy named Adam. Uh, I think he changed the name to Film Grain um, as his, like, film name. Bro, oh, that rhymed. I didn't even know that's around. So... I still, I still rap sometimes. So, uh, but he was reading these posts that were in Spanish, and he kept on crying because it, it kept on saying like, 
let's, we hope they don't kill him. We hope we don't kill him. I hope North knows how brave her dad is. I hope North knows how brave her dad is. I hope those West kids know how brave their dad is. And this isn't bravery. This is war. I have to do this or my children and our children will be indoctrinated and we won't have any control of our lives and they're just going to dope us out. And anytime somebody says something that's against the new world order, they're going to be canceled. Their Teslas are not going to open up. Their Twitters are going to be banned. They're going to be debanked. <laughs> what else didn't happen? What else happened to me this week? You know, like all of that is going to happen <laughs> to anyone that speaks against the media's plan to control us. Boom. So no, he's not. He's not doing some sneaky thing with Elon. I mean, he just literally laid out the actual possibility of Elon's nightmare, which is um, the same guy owns Twitter and all your cars, and they're all attached to the same grid. Huh? That's a lot of control. And it's not even Elon who owns it. Elon is just this actor face of it, and uh, and so that's just. This isn't bravery, it's war. You know, that dude is getting it. Yay, Fuentes and Cholo Adam are the tip of the spear of white supremacy. It's hilarious. It's a, a white goat farmer, a black superstar, and a Mexican filmmaker walk into a bar and fight evil. It's hilarious. Um, yeah, and I'm cool with Fuentes, too. Fuentes is cool with me, too. We've, uh, we've buried the, uh, we've buried the, the uh, hatchet. I just, I, uh, I approach Fuentes now with comedy rules. Where he used to piss me off when he'd say shit like, uh, if you're not Catholic, you're going to hell, and I went Benjamin, and all the stuff he used to do. But if he's, but under comedy rules, I'm cool with it. I just thought he was like talking shit as a young blood, and I was gonna, you know, cuff him. You know, give him, a, well, not cuff him like a cop, but give him a little cuffing. And I went way too hard at his dad. Like, I don't know shit about his dad. So we're, uh, we're cool. So Fuentes apparently is publicly buried the hatchet and I am fine with that. I will put some dirt on it as well. Why does Fuentes give me Shapiro vibes too? Cause they both have a touch of the tism. Fuentes is funny in a catty bitchy way. Yes. If you view him as a comedian, it's enjoyable. If you view him as like, you know, the face of young politics, it's infuriating. But if you view him as like a funny dude, because what really did it, with me for Fuentes and it wasn't because he linked up with yay because he linked up with yay. I listened to him a little more than I had in years and his bit about how hooking up with girls is, is that is gay is hilarious. His dad does look like a J though. Yes. Uh, but you know, I was saying he was like a homo and a pedo. And I mean, I, I went, I was, you know, 10 white claws deep, just really going for it. And I apologize. Uh, yeah, his heart is rubbing off on Fuentes. Well, he's growing up. And another reason that I, I give Fuentes some credit is being around a celebrity all the time is very hard, especially a high octane, high energy celebrity. And it requires a lot of maturity because you're going to be asked to do a lot. There's a lot of energy around him all the time. You have to be able to pivot and move very quickly because the, the masses do that. You're like in a high pressure scenario and he has performed in a high pressure scenario. So that's cool. 
You just can't see Nick as a man, but a less Jewy Ben Shapiro. Well, hopefully he's growing up. I mean, the being able to operate with a high profile celebrity all the time is very difficult. <clears throat> and so like, I couldn't do it right now. Like I, uh, I, I'm way too set in my ways and way too set in my day. So, uh, Fuentes is a good example of you become what you are surround yourself with. Fuentes hung out with furries and was a gay. Now he's hanging with a yay and growing into maturity. I couldn't agree more with Chop Bear. And I think Adam is having a really good impact on Fuentes too. Uh, Fuentes has zero alpha vibes. Well, I mean, this is when things get really weird. Is Zoomer alpha vibes, he has them. But Zoomer alphas are not like us. They're like, uh, they're kind they're like way more autistic. And it took me a while to understand that they're like way more, uh, I can't explain it. It's just not like, even like I'm an old millennial is technically what I am because I was born in the early 1980, uh, section of life. So I matured at 2000. So I'm technically a, I'm on the old side of millennial. Um, and my generation doesn't relate to how they act. I mean, there's a lot of Zoomers that I relate to totally. You know, like Zoomer Bear, for example. There's a lot of Zoomers in, in our community, but like city Zoomers are, they just were raised with way different rules and way different uh, relationship with the internet and way different exposure to screens and way less of a connection to the American dream. For uh, good reason. I mean, the boomers, um, you know, kind of fucked them over a little bit. Thought you were born in 79? No. We got to play outside and go wild. They have to go do that on Discord and 4chan. Yeah. Like, for example, my children are way, way younger than Gen Z, and they're all, always outside. Like, they're, they've been sledding all morning on our... Like, we've been... Uh, I live in such a paradise, guys. I mean... Um, in my property, we have a long driveway with a gate. Oh, it might be nice. Don't get me wrong. Like plowing it, shoveling it is super intense. But for my children, they have like their own winter wonderland. Like we have uh, a hill that we've set up with lights and uh, a sledding path. And they can sled all night. And it's great. You know, a, a six-year-old, a four-year-old, a two-year-old are just out there sledding. And then they're, uh, they're building snowmen and, you know, eating food we kill and... Nick was born the year I graduated from high school. Yeah, but see, I always operate like if you want to be a big boy, I'm like this with a six-year-old. So it's not like you get you don't get away with shit because you're young. In fact, when you're young is when you should get reprimanded the most. Where it's like, dude, if you want to talk to an adult like that, you're going to get fucking destroyed. Um, but Nick's Nick has matured. Like, he has. He, uh... He's just, he's less, I don't know, I can't explain it, but I, uh, I'm rooting for the kid. They're calling BB's kids Generation Alpha, epic. Yeah, they're, they're crushing, dude. They're crushing. Although uh, Charlie loves, the one song he can play on the piano right now is Havana Gila. Isn't that hilarious? The spiritual war began in Genesis. Yes. Got to put them in their place for, sh for sure. Yeah, it's like what you're supposed to do with the youngins. People are like, how dare you, Big Bear? Nichols Fuentes is only 20. 
Stop mocking him. I'm like, then get the fuck out of my way then. Like, if you're going to talk shit, being young doesn't... No one gave Greta Thundertug a pass. It actually made it more infuriating. No one gave David Hogg a pass. If you're going to be with the big boys, you're going to take the heat. Now, uh, I have seen him become funnier and more uh, capable as, uh, as an adult. And that's cool. And I'm always the first to admit that shit. All right. I, it puts in context the difference of generations is what I'm saying. I, all right, cool. They didn't get spanked. Nobody's off limits if you're playing ball. Exactly. Greta Thundertug was a high schooler, and every right winger just mocked her endlessly, called her a retard, said she had a big retard forehead, you know, mocked the way she talked, everything. And those, some of those same people were like, how dare you make fun of Nick Fuentes? I'm like, he's older than Greta Thundertug. He's older than David Hogg. You know, I got kicked off Twitter going at David Hogg, you know, hard. And people are like, oh, he's just a child. I'm like, there are no children in war. There isn't. If you want to be in the game, if you want to talk shit, you're going to get blasted. There's no human shields. The, the way to handle human shields is shoot, shoot, shoot. Someone wants to use human shields, you have to de-incentivize the use of human shields. And you think that that's anti-child or anti-woman. or It's not. Because if you, don't, if you don't shoot right through human shields, uh, it'll incentivize people to do that more and more and more and more women and children will be used as human shields. Never ever, if, if, the, if the quote unquote new world order wants to use a child as a talking head, they're no longer a child. And that's unfortunate, but it's true. Run Boston Bear says, hey BB, after watching the most recent Building Bertari documentary, it sunk in just how beautiful the bears are. I'm already planning to rent my, first, rent my first RV to bring the entire family to the next one. Awesome. Thanks for pushing back the darkness and exposing the evil. It loses its power over us when the lights are shown on it. I completely agree. Uh, Fuente is more capable. What if sodomy, his asshole, is now a wide receiver? Easy, Buzzsaw Bear. You can make fun of him all you want, but uh, no, it's just true. I mean, being able to operate on a high level is, is, uh, is hard. You know, and before when he was living in mommy's house doing his little his little green screen show and talking shit about what I believe to be superior men like myself, then that's a different thing than when you are showing more restraint, more ability to, you know, handle stress. Of, you know, that's that's cool. And I will always fucking admit when somebody makes uh, makes uh, makes improvement. Fuente's maturity only bangs cat men now. Hilarious polar bear. Well done. Only a fucking half nig can get away with that. Isn't that right, polar bear? Uh, U.S. military shot a lot of 13-year-olds with AKs. Tons. Tons. And I'm not... I don't, all war is gay war. All war is banker war. Every war is a fucking banker war. So I'm not... When I say blow away the human shields, I mean rhetorically. Because... Whenever people are fighting on a mass scale with guns, it has, it's, it's central banking. That's all it is. But rhetorically with words, someone wants to put a kid out there to, to push some shit, they're no longer a kid. And it's unfortunate, but it's true. You're not the one who, who had them do that. Greta Thundertug does not get a fucking pass because she's young. If you want to try and take away people's ability to consume carbon, you're going to get mocked. And same with David Hogg. If you want to try and 
encourage people to disarm themselves based on your little psyop. I don't give a fuck how old you are. You're, you're now in the game. You know, in Africa and a lot of these other places, you'll see 10-year-olds with guns. And, you know, and, and they're, that, that's, I've had pushback on this theory, but I think that's why it was called infantry. It was like the youth. I love seeing SPF cuffed and in a nasty Bahamian jail, so anti-Semitic. Um, yeah, it's all just so fucking gross. It's psychos, schizos, and zombies, ladies and gentlemen. I think that's going to do it for me today. And I'm, I'm just trying to be funny with that. If you guys see through stuff, you're not a schizophrenic. If you're just a, a go-getter alpha CEO, you're not necessarily a psychopath. If you just get along to get along, you're not necessarily a zombie. I know all these terms can be a little dehumanizing, but I found them quite funny. Um, because that's really the battle. Like, that's really the three main groups. Our predators, those who can see the predators, and everyone else. <laughs> Schizo is our word now. I know, but there could be a thing where if you start taking pride in that, people might think that they have an ability to like put you in a padded room. Um, straight out of crypto. Oh, good one, Kyneton. Oh, and I also wanted to address this. This, because I, I actually have different thoughts on this. So Andrew Tate, who is definitely a psycho, uh, says, reading books is for losers who are afraid to learn from life. So they try to learn from the life of others have lived. And Kyneton hilariously said, the Quran is a book. But then I thought about it. I also don't really like reading that much. And so I don't want to be a hypocrite. I understand his point. I just really don't like him. And I always want to, uh, to kind of blow up his little schemes because he's the definition of trying to like use people. You know, whether it's women or his hustler you dupes or, you know, any of the bullshit he's doing. I'm, my seer nature likes to warn the herd about a fucking wolf. And that's Andrew Tate. Like that dude is no good. But I do have mixed feelings about this one because I also think being taught by life is great. And a big indoctrination tool is our books. And the Quran is actually supposed to be recited verbally. God says, I'm just saying making a very strong claims against books is retarded considering the Quran isn't just a book, but it's a sola scriptura book. No, content. It was very funny. I mean, I obviously reposted it. I thought it was a great bit. But I, I, I would be remiss to, uh, to explain that I, I do have mixed feelings about it. Tate says, read some real truth and then drops retard bombs that just undo it all daily. Yeah, like he's, uh, he's a predator. I was also channeling Vox Day, says God. Nice. Like, I think Vox Day is a more of a, he is a, uh, he's like a psycho that's like gotten in, in control of his nature and has some schizo, like seeing ability. So it's very cool. Very cool. Have you ever seen Vox's eyes in real life? Dude, is this, this literally could be a picture of Vox. Hang on, no, not that. Has anyone here met Vox in real life? I've, I spent like a, a while with Vox in Spain. Great guy. He has fucking cat's eyes. He really does. Like, I swear to God, he has cat eyes. If you look at Vox's eyes, like in person, you're like, dude, what the fuck is that? It's like he has cat eyes. 
He has eyes of like a super predator. He does? Yeah. The engine part, which sounds like an engineer. That's why Vox's band was called Psychosonic. Yes. Uh, uh, Vox can be a bit contentious of people that disagree with him. Uh, yeah, I mean, they look like they look like that. Of course. Vox has uh, Predator in him. So, yeah, if you want to talk shit, he, he fight. I, I, I believe he fights a nature of like, huh. You know, like, just watch the show Grim. No, don't watch the show Grim if you have a subtle nature because you will get nightmares. I was getting nightmares. I think we can affectionately say Vox has a touch of the tism too. Yeah, totally. Uh, black women know uh, a Vox is very elusive creature, much like a Sasquatch. Vox is the only cat that doesn't attack from behind, says Bolar Bear. Bolar Bear is really on one today. I think he's, I think he's hammered. All right, final super chat. Vox Day would make a great general. I would follow him into war if it was not a bank of war. Maybe. He does his own thing to a degree that would be a little odd as a general. Like there could come a time where you're in war with Vox and you're like, are we fighting a different war? <laughs> like Vox does have an ability of not following top-down orders, so... There's a good chance, like, like if Vox was a general uh, in, like, let's just say uh, in the Vietnam War, you could find yourself being like, hey, Vox, why are we in the Philippines? He's just like, because that's where it took us. And you're like, all right, so this isn't the same war anymore. Yeah, he's like Colonel Kurtz. Yeah, yeah, he just ends up, he ends up in, in Cambodia, just like doing his own thing. It's like cutting off heads of cows and shit. All right, final super chat. Uh, Captain America, hey, BB, have you ever gone down the near-death experience rabbit hole? Of course, you have to take each testimony with a grain of salt, but I've gotten a lot of enjoyment hearing about what people saw on the other side. If interested, I sent one to your email with my name and the subject, Crush On. Yeah, that sounds very interesting. I think Vox would carry out his own orders. 100% he would. But not only that, it would be a different war. You'd be like, it would be to capture all the printing presses in Luxembourg. And you're like, this is, wait a minute, this isn't the same war, is it? And he'd be like, well, I mean, no, it's not the same war. All right. Vox will hand down a verbal death sentence from his grandfather's chair in his turtleneck. <laughs> God, did we get any uh, Rockfin Super Chats today or has everyone just turned on us? I think everyone turned on us, didn't they? Didn't they, Connaughton? Look at sweet Benjamin sleeping on the ground. 20 years old. 20 years old. Oh, I'm wearing a, uh, a Laurel Canyon hoodie. Kung Fu Bear, shout out. A Laurel Classics hoodie. My, my bad. No Rockfin, just Odyssey and Entropy. Oh, I guess everybody at Rockfin is just no rumbles today either. What the hell happened today? Is today one of those days where everyone just turned on us, Connington? It's Wednesday, December 14th. It's not a holiday. Why is everyone gay? Kyneton? What the fuck happened? So nobody on Rumble wanted to support the stream in any way. Nobody? So Rumble's just rumbling along. How are our numbers today, Kyneton? View numbers are still solid. Oh, so everyone's just cheap and gay now. Black Belt Bell, LOL, but now we have the printing presses. Yes. I'll volunteer for that raid. Yeah. 
Um, okay, that's going to be it for me today. Kyanton's just going to check and see if we rumbled up a little support from Rumble. Actually showed up to Super Chatted today. Two faxes, whichever. Yeah, no one cares anymore, whichever. Everyone's like, but it's free. It's free. You don't have to put a fucking dollar in the hat. Whatever. <clears throat> Vox told us to withhold funds from you. Oh, God, he's declared war again. I gave all my money to the German Revolution, says Demar Bear. It's okay. I don't need any of your goddamn money. I just, I just want to point out, I just want to show everyone how fucking gay it is, but I don't, I'm not going to hold any grudges. I'll hold grudges. All right. Rumble more like stumble. Uh, all right. I'm, I'm out of here. If you want to support the stream, subscribe to unauthorized.tv. Vox is using an economic embargo to get goats. Oh, he is, isn't he? He's going to try and put me in a desperate position where I have to sell my goats for leather. I knew he was going to do this at some point. Fuck. I, I should have seen it coming. I did see it coming. I've already secured the goats. I've already started a fund. The goats are now being preserved and, and their grain is being uh, bought by, by an institution that is opposed to Vox. It is the sci-fi pedo community. <coughs> Vox built unauthorized as a ploy for goats, pure blood, blue blood confirmed. Yeah, but I've seen it the whole time. I mean, guys, you don't think I know Vox's nature? So he built unauthorized just to get me trusting and uh, used to consistent income and a stable, uh, a stable platform. The whole time, Vox has been trying to put me in a desperate position so I would sell my goat skins for pennies on the dollar. I knew it would happen. I just did not know when or which generation. It may be his grandchildren that do it. You never know. All right, Rockfin says, paying the gay away for having to be told to pay the gay away. Ah, oh, it's fine, Port Stout Bear. No, whatever you want. Trunk has been retruthing posts by an account named Patriots in Control. Ugh, it's so gay. It is so fucking gay. That's why I'm so into the yay stuff. Just, just say porn's bad. Elon's cars are a fucking scam. You know, the Jews in Hollywood are up to something. And then call it a day. You've done more than Trump did ever. Yeah, my goats are now in a trust. They've all been securitized. They've been coined. We now have a blockchain. You don't think I knew Vox was going to pull a move one day about my goat skins? The goat skins are very expensive when it comes to bookbinding. You don't think I know? Annie, Betsy, Grace, you know, uh, Eva, Salty, Pepper, Gary, Chad, Achilles. You don't think all my goats have been, have been securitized on the blockchain? More like a flock chain? It's Kyneton's joke. It's humiliating. I can't believe I just read that out loud. All right. I do wonder, is our book club going to create a protected or endangered status of goats? Well, it's going to create a very soft uh, cold war between two quote-unquote friends for generations. You know? I, kn I knew he was up to something the whole time. I just kept stumbling along as the... Innocent dolt. Oh, Big Bear is such an innocent dolt. He doesn't, he won't see it coming. He'll never see it coming. And so what does he do? 
He goes on his own social media platform. He says, stop super chatting the Big Bear. We need him financially compromised. Why? Why do you ask? Because he knows I have a flock of fucking goats. He's about to print, you know, one of these books written 3,000 years ago and he needs all the skin he can get. So then I have to get in a position where I look at my starving children and I think, huh, how do I feed these fuckers? Not fuckers, beautiful children. But I'm like, I got it. I have a friend that needs goat skin. And he goes, yeah, but you know, I can't pay too much for it right now. How about a penny a goat? And I'm like, fuck. And he knows. And he knows he started an economic embargo. Then he turns off unauthorized. I have to sell my goats for fucking skins. But I saw it coming the whole time. They've been securitized on the flock chain. Dolt is an underused word, but I, I use it a lot. Good bull rush bear. Maybe I would say I must have betrayed you being a librarian subscriber since the first book. No, no, I will not. I know you know not what you do. No one could have known he was planning this the whole time. Although I have been talking to the Italian farmer who's been selling him goat skin. And I know what they're up to. They're starting to plot against me. Trump has already refinanced the... Donald Trump has refinanced the goat five times. It's now owned by some Jews in Atlantic City. But I've done this shifting and, and I put them in a trust. And now they're in the, the Azores. Dude, I put him on FTX. I got this guy arrested. He claims it's anti-Semitism. It was anti-Semitism for the first time ever. For the first time in the history, one of these financial criminals was arrested, not because they stole $1.5 billion from, from uh, Tom Brady. It's because they're a Jew. They're Jews that don't follow any of God's law or believe in God. But you know they're a Jew because they look like gremlins, right? We got them. We got them. Patriots. He will preserve the coat, the goats. BB needs some cake. Fuck you, Denmark Bear. I'm crushing it right now, and everyone knows it. Coddington, final super chats. Coddington, don't you dare come to me and say we're all caught up. You get out there, Coddington, and you get the fucking people going. You pass the hat around. I don't care if you hold a gun in your other hand, Coddington. You pass the hat around. Oh, does anyone find Big Bear funny? Hold a gun in your other hand, Coddington. You've you fucking coward. Maybe Denmark Bear's right. I think my blood sugar has just collapsed. All right. Um, we out of here. No, I, I mean, Vox has destroyed us. Coddington, how did you not see the coup d'etat coming? Literally every crypto exchange just steals your money. Yes. I, who could have possibly seen, seen that coming? Who warned every one of you as the bubbles were going up to stay the fuck off the bubbles, I fought, I bled, I was called names, and I did it so you fuckers wouldn't lose all your money. But guess what? Nobody's got five bucks on Rockfin because they're too busy whacking off. I'm playing 33D chess. I see it. I see patterns. I see generational conflict. I see goats. I see economic embargoes on, on Social Galactic. I know what's happening. I know all right, here we go. Final super chat. Save the goats, 33 bucks from Tan, and now we will land the plane. Kyneton, just, just check fucking Rumble. We will delete Rumble. We will delete Rumble. I've never trusted Rumble. I think Rumble's filled with a bunch of fags. Filled with fags. FWF, Kyneton Bear. Hashtag FWF, filled with faggots. Um... I had some guy on Telegram message me to try and bully me into buying crypto. Wow, Salty Idaho, I hope you resisted. All right, P.O. Box 490, Sandpoint, Idaho, 83864. Every bit helps. 
Bowler Bear says, Kyanton was sent by Vox to get your goat skin. Bowler Bear, as we can see, is very paranoid. He's on one today. Entropy streamed out live slash app slash Owen Benjamin Comedy. Denmark Bear is claiming it's not working. Classic deception from a psychopath. Um... Uh, buildingbertari.com check out the third installment it's also at unbearables media uh youtube channel make sure you hit those rogans up comment and share it because i'm i'm so not involved with that channel that i think it's made it through uh also bertariacampgrounds.com in case you want to get a ticket for next year's festival and donate for land purchasing and rumble you can all go fuck yourselves and i mean that you think you got something with andrew tate Andrew Tate's a bitch and a queen. I have some gay in me and small hands. Yeah, don't, don't forget the, the main reason you give me money is to pay your gay away. You're telling me you woke up today and between this morning and now, you have not, I don't know, wanted a rollerblade, gotten in a Miata. If you're a woman, did you wear a flannel shirt? Did you listen to the Dixie Chicks? Do you drive a Subaru, right? Like there's so many things. Did you did you have your your pinky out as you as you drank your teacup, right? So if you don't want that gay to metastasize like some form of spiritual and sexual cancer, you fucking pay the gay away. You pay the gay away. We're saving lives every day. You know, like Bullrush Bear. Bullrush Bear fucking paid his gay away from all the female sodomy he was up to, and now he's clean. He can walk out there clean as a whistle. Because every dollar you give us, you become less gay. Rumble is that? Yeah, is that is that Grinder? I didn't know Rumble was just fill. It was just a gay hookup site. Do you have to show proof that you're wearing rollerblades to log into your Rumble account? Huh? You bunch of queers. Why don't you reach into that fanny pack and throw a tip in the fucking tip jar? Kaiten's holding a gun. All right, final super chat. I received a tip from Grounded Extracts on Rockfin. Great, great company, by the way. I just actually took some of his pills this morning. I was, uh, I don't know. I just felt like a pick-me-up, and I had some, uh, what kind of mushroom was that? It was uh, lion's head or some shit. Good stuff. Good for the winter. It's good when you feel the winter snow just pushing in on you like a coffin. Oh, you don't think so, Boar Bear? You don't fucking think so? No, it's not psychedelic mushrooms, Boar Bear. There's much different types of mushrooms. Boar Bear's really on one this morning. This was my morning, all right? That's where the cows typically feed, all right? If the cows aren't constantly eating, they don't give me milk, and they moo at me, and they get mad at me. And then they start getting violent. So I have to get rid of snow. I have to fill with fucking hay. I have to, I'm constantly shoveling and plowing in my winter wonderland, and it feels like the snow is just pushing in on me. <gasps> I can barely breathe. Right, Boar Bear? That's from Boar Bear. Oh yeah, it's called Lion's Mane. And I don't even know if it does anything. I know psychologically it does because I feel like I'm doing something good for myself. Does it actually work? I have no idea. But it sounds good. Doesn't it, Rockfin? Martin from Rockfin let me back on just so that I could be humiliated by thousands of listeners that won't throw a dollar in my fucking rollerblade. <gasps> I mean, shoo. Kyanton pays some gay away. You see how that works? I just slipped up and revealed that I'm currently wearing rollerblades. So what do we have to do, Kyanton? We fucking, we pay the gay away. Or else it just keeps growing until before you know it, you're Joe Rogan behind a dumpster getting banged in the ass. All right. Kyanton, just check. Did, did this work at all? 
Kyneton, I know it's really funny, if, unless you're fucking retarded. If you're one of those people on BitChute that just experienced this last 10 minutes and you're like, oh, he's begging, you're seriously a low-grade piece of shit. If you don't see how fucking funny this is, worked on Rockfin, not Rumble. Rumble's filled with the, just the human waste of this world. Unbelievable. Oh, oh, we're such truthers. We have to go to Rumble. But we'll never pay the greatest comedian in the world. Jesus. Odyssey, Entropy, Rockfin, all cool people. Rumble needs to do some reflecting. Rumble's filled with a bunch of fucking psycho retard homos. Right now, the entire collective of Rumble is hands on knees behind a dumpster waiting for Joe Rogan to get home. And he's driving a little tiny matchbox car. Rumble is big. Dude, Rumble. Oh, we're a bunch of truthers. Did you see what this doctor said about the vax? Fucking 10 years after everyone realized it sucked. No one cares. Not funny enough for me to update my credit card info, says Denmark Bear. Fuck you, Denmark Bear. I hope next time you go to Germany, you get lost in the Black Forest. And you get attacked by a wild boar. I don't want you to die, but I want you to lose feeling in one of your limbs. And then you'll update your fucking credit card. Because you know paying your gay away is the only thing that kept you alive. All right, here we go. Final one, final super chats here. Belly laughs from Woodshop Bear. And then Francisco said, I was rollerblading my bad. Okay, well, we got enough. We got enough to pay the bills, didn't we? De- Kyneton, have you sent out last month's? Do we have enough to pay for my my snow plowing bills? <laughs> I am such a fucking carny. Look at me go. Look at me go like a carny. Oh, you mailed it out. Thank you, Kyneton. I'll I'll look in my my box for it. I am such a dirty little carny. Like I am rabble rousing as we speak. I almost did get lost though at night. Damn my good. I, if you had been lost for a couple of days, you would have come back with a little more humility. Rumble is a Toronto Jew company crushing. Fuck you, Toronto Jew Bear. Toronto Jew Bear, I've offered you protection for years as everyone turned on the Jew. As everybody's been piling up yarmulkes for giant bonfires, just burning all your pornos. Just fire pits of yarmulkes everywhere. And what did I do? I protected you. I hid you in my cellar. I created an attic just to hide Toronto Jew Bear in. And you know what I wrote a, a, his little diary about in? A ballpoint pen, even though it hadn't been invented yet. And I've been making a lot of merch. Toronto Jew Bear, I wanted to talk to you about that. I do owe you some money. Because I hid Toronto Jew Bear in my attic during the troublesome times. Oh, they were breaking windows in the streets, Big Bear. It's called Crystal Knock. That was just me and two other guys. We just ran around breaking glass. We just thought it would get the people going, right? And it did. Toronto Jew Bear, terrified. Huddled with his family in an attic I just built because I needed an attic for brand reasons. And, uh, and you know, I, I, I protected him. He thought the people were out to get him. They weren't. I was the one burning the yarmulkes. I was the one breaking the glass. It was a win-win. Order out of chaos, right? Selling it, selling it, getting it. It's called, it's called fucking chutzpah. And so apparently I, according to the laws of Jews, I owe him 10% of everything I'm making from my little attic. Because now, what did I turn it into? Nonprofit museum. Isn't that right, George? Nonprofit museum. It's called... The Museum of Hate. And everyone goes up there and I go, look, this is where dear, sweet little Toronto Jew Bear had to hide from all the attacks that were me. Right? I made so much fucking money on that. All these stupid idiot goyim. They just went there and go, never again. Here's more money. Never again. I'm like, you call the ADL right now. 
You fucking tell them that I'm out here busting my balls. And then the ADL's like, we want a peace. I'm like, what do you mean a peace? They go, we, we all know no one is doing anything to Jews. It's the classic scam. You draw a swastika on their fucking mailbox. They freak out. They give you $20. I want $10. And I'm like, listen, ADL, I'll give you four. All right. Got the people going. Filled with fags. Yeah, and then I had to bulldoze the whole operation. So I built an attic just for Toronto Jew Bear. Get him up there. Start a museum, nonprofit, crushing. And then everyone's like, oh, can I see where the hate was? And I'm like, eh, it's not really matching the story. So I had to fucking bulldoze it. And now here comes Toronto Jew Bear bragging about Rumble. All right, Astrolabian Bear, long live the King of Bertari. Here's my portion for the Christmas card. Thank you. Christina says, thank you, Owen. God, love, I love truth. Touch of the tism here. Just wondering if the friendly fire bioweapons forced on our military is the same as Hitler saying the troops to Russia in the winter love you. I, Dude, I've been humbled with World War II. I don't even know what the fuck it was. I'm just here making fun of Toronto Drew Bear. This is how I say the truth artistically without making claims. It's called the Diary of Toronto Drew Bear. Toronto Drew Bear says, your museum will be called the Holocaust Cloak Museum of North Idaho. Yeah, and I, it will be a money-making machine. You want to know where I get most of my money, Toronto Drew Bear? Poland. All you have to do is go, hey, Poland, you were responsible for something. And they go, what, what do you mean? I don't, I'm just, I'm Polish. And I'm like, that's why everyone thinks they're retarded, even though they have high IQs. If you call any Polish guy, just look through the, just go Polish phone number. Call them and go, you owe me $100 billion. And they're like, but why? And go, the Jew. And they go, we are so sorry, not the Jew. And then they just, they fucking WhatsApp you a bunch of money. Um, and then, yeah, I sell a bunch of shoes. Like what, what I do is I go door to door in my neighborhood and I say, does anyone have any shoes you're not using anymore? And they're like, yeah, these old disgusting shoes, what do you possibly want for them? I'm like, don't worry about it. And so I just pile them up. I pile up the shoes and then I burn the shoes and I videotape it. And then I have the ashes of the shoes. And it just has like little laces and some like little things. So you know their shoes. And I go, those were all being worn by Jews. And then they're like, how many? And I just go, six billion. And then what do I do? I go, Poland, Poland, give me your fucking money, Poland. And they're like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm doing potato. And then that's where I've made my entire fortune. All right, here's another super chat. That's very deserved. Hey, Rumble, pay me. Fucking hilarious. I need those shrooms, says Donovan Berger. Uh, thank you, Donovan Berger. Tickets to the Jew Bear Museum, only NFTs. Yes. Well, me and Toronto Jew Bear have been running a pretty heavy scam on everyone for a while now. Uh, it turns out the Holocaust Hate Cloak Museum of North Idaho, total bullshit. We've been just collecting old shoes from a local shoe bank and uh, piling them up, guilt tripping Poland, crushing it, no taxes. You know, we started a brothel just to fuck with people. I cannot wait to see the money-making machine in action. Idaho, very jealous as Persian Jew. Keep your dirty little hands out of here, Persian Jew. I'll try and get a color revolution going in Iran. Why? Because I know what you guys are up to. Oh, oh, we're protecting women from the pornographers. We're going to cover their faces. No, that's called hate, right? It's called fucking hate. I'm just going to play you guys for people that have not seen the beautiful mountain bear cartoon about Pol Pot and marketing genocide, and then it'll, that'll be it. 
animators, Mountain Bear. Man, I need more Mountain Bear fucking cartoons. He keeps saying he's working on them, but he's Irish, so that means he's drinking. So, all right, where's Pol Pot? It might be like one of the, my favorite things I've ever seen. It's truth and art hiding right there. Now we don't even have to do art. We just say it. What the but it's really fun to do art, though. That's one of the problems with schizo acceptance is we're not really pressured to do art anymore. So I think the world's missing out on a lot of really good art because we're not really going to be sent to padded rooms anymore. Everyone needs the labor. Because people stop fucking. It's about my Holocaust. I kill millions of Tlanti. I put bullet in back of people's head. Dude, you call that branding? No, no. I kill millions of people. Pull pot, you suck at genocide. No, I kill way more people. It's not about how many you kill. It's about how you sell it. Listen, buddy. No one cares about the sick shit you did in the jungle. You know? No, I kill millions of people. That's not, that doesn't sell it, baby. Come on. That doesn't sell it. That's not even that scary. Everyone's like, oh, line up and shoot everybody. Oh, big fucking deal. Well, no, we, where's the pile of shoes? I did put bullet in back of head and put in ditch. You're not getting it, Pol Pot. You're not getting it. You want to make an industry around your genocide to last for centuries? You need piles of shoes. You need soap. How fucked up is it to make soap out of people? Did people really do that? No, fuck no, they didn't do that. That makes no sense. Why would you clean yourself with people you find disgusting? I know. How, why would they do that while they're fighting a two-front war? They didn't. That really makes no logical sense. But it doesn't matter. It's about emotion. It's about selling it. Now you bring in a movie where you have, there's, it's black and white except for a little girl in a red dress. Oh, you're remembering that shit now. And then they put you into a, a gas chamber with wooden doors where you claw at it. And for some reason, the claw marks are in cement. Come on. Come on. This is how we brand it. Well, I kill more people with my gun. Baby, you got to sell the fear. You got to sell the horror. You got to sell it subtly with a pile of shoes. I, I don't like you people. You people are very sick. What if people see through it and start talking about it? You make it illegal. You put them in jail for hate. So logically, if someone does the math and realizes it's not possible, that's called hate. That don't make no sense. Pull pot, you're not getting it. Genocide isn't about killing people. It's about brand awareness. Brand awareness? Do you have Killing Fields Incorporated? Fuck no, we just used a field to kill people. You're not getting it. You have to use corporate documents, liability shields, and then make that money, baby. Come on, Pol Pot. No way anyone that stupid. You feed them pornography and KFC, they're that stupid. You people are very weird. Okay, that one, I apparently, according to Rumble, that was on the house. You want to see my son? Trial Jewberry, you better fucking tip me for this one. Your culture is spreading. Trial Jewberry, if that doesn't get a super chat, I'm going to send you right to jail. There we go. Thought I was done super chatting, but if this Toronto Jubear attic is actually happening, that's something I can get behind. Yeah, what's up, Bear? I mean, we might be getting investors. Our first investor is my son, Charles. Let's take another look. Let's take another look. Uh, 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 u
<laughs> All right. Pull out the fucking wallet around you, Bear. All right, that's it for me today. I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop uh, being a carny. <laughs> I'm such a fucking carny. Okay, Rumble gay hookup site. Yeah, Rumble is only cool if you want to go be gay. Dude, the fact we got no Rumble super chats. Kyneton, what do we have? How many people are watching on Rumble right now? And how many super chats did we get? We got zero. And how many fucking cheapskate little assholes are just sitting there like, oh, I don't need to pay though. It's just going to be here tomorrow because that's how life works. I don't support something or incentivize people. That's why there's no classical music, by the way, because people are not funny. I happen to not be financially incentivizable. Okay. Don't take advantage of that. I would do this for free. Allegedly, I shouldn't say that out loud because now no one's going to tip me. I'm not fooled, says Toronto Jubei, that I played that tune to lure us out of the attic. <laughs> okay, Kyneton, check the Super Chats. Is there any more? Because I'm going to land this plane. I, I try to do two hours every day, and I've done one hour and 56 minutes. Maybe I just start doing shorter streams now that no one cares. Now that my fucking letters are pretty much just Merry Christmas. Here's some candy. Get fatter, you fuck. Right? The, the people who sent me Fannie Mae are literally just like, you know how you battle your weight? Like, it's like one of your biggest, like, battles. Here, why don't you just die? Like, okay. Uh, final, final super chat. Christmas card received. Thank you, Big Bear. Anytime, repurpose, Bear. Got, got your back, Bear. It says, paying the gay away because I got a little too excited to sing. Kyneton, point that big gun at me. Big laughs, Big Bear. Boar Bear says, I want my donation to go towards an attic and a dome for Toronto Jew Bear. No, I've already bulldozed the attic. Everyone figured out it was a horrible lie. We imprisoned everyone who could see through the lie. They're all dead. Oh, and don't forget to go to ladle.tv. My friend just sent me this. Ladle.tv. Ladle.tv. That's one of our alternatives to, uh, to the hell. Everyone's getting it. Ladle.tv, everyone. And eventually you're going to be able to make your own posts on Ladle.tv once we figure out how to make it make money. Because we're not motivated by money because we're pretty schizo. No one gives a fuck! I saw someone today that they froze BitChute accounts. Uh, let me see. Let me see what's going on with BitChute. BitChute.com. I love BitChute. By the way, every every now and then I'll get like a comment on BitChute that makes all the hellish gammas worth it. BitChute's bank. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're getting donations though. I was looking into that. If I was a lot on PayPal, I would immediately donate to them, but I'm not. I was originally not even going to do a stream today. Oh, shut up, you because fucking I will fat candy-eating piece of shit. All right, someone said something really funny. Um... Fizzies lead to hot toddies, leads to full-blown AIDS and rollerblades. Get back to the hero's journey and working on skills. That's the BB I respect. That wasn't what I was talking about, but that was pretty funny. All right. Um, oh, here's, here's a gamma. Owen's 100% a Luciferian snake salesman. I hope and pray that the convos him and his other snake brothers have get leaked soon. Even if it's a brief moment before they shut those leaks down, a few real people will capture and blast it for those seeing to see and seeking to see in here. 
See, sometimes, um, I don't know how to categorize that person, but that's fucking retarded. Um, all right. I happen to have a PhD in rollerblading. Let me see. Um, I vouch for your super high IQ and superb logic. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I do have a ridiculously high IQ. Um, oh, well, more flat earth nonsense. LOL, Owen, get a grip on reality, my guy. You can make a shirt that says Israel established in 1933. That's pretty funny. Where the hell was the line? It was like a really funny joke. Just saying hot toddies out loud is subject to super chat. Better pay that gay away before the rollerblades start to grow. That's great. Everyone's getting it. Uh, Owen's show is great, but as soon as he starts talking about science and flat earth and fake space, I'm out. Then leave. You don't have to make the statements. That shit is fucking lame and embarrassing. And I understand the media and government and big pharma lies, but that doesn't mean literally everything is fake. Okay, then just leave. You... Gammas, you don't, because we know you're not going to leave. We, we've been monitoring this for a long time. When someone says that, they never leave. They're here day after day, and they never, ever donate any money. They just sit here and go, listen, one more talk about something that I find emotionally unsettling. I'm out of here. And no, everyone's like, good. And they're like, for real this time. And you're like, I don't care if you die. Like, you could literally just die and I wouldn't even notice. They're like, I'm, I'm not even going to comment tomorrow. I'm like, I don't, oh dude, I know, I know which one it was. This is great. This is why I leave the comments open. Big Gypsy distracting us with a terrifying pile of shoes. That made me laugh. Oh, here's another one. Milk is full of estrogen. No wonder Owen has bitch tits and bits hips. You are what you eat. And then there's People are just replying and fighting. That's why I don't, uh, I, I've debated not allowing it open because it draws in people that like me to go, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, why you gotta be such a cunt? They're like, oh, so I guess you're fat too. Don't you know that dairy makes you fat? It doesn't. It's super healthy. Like some of the healthiest guys I know pretty much eat like cream and raw meat and liver and shit. Who the fuck said that? See, that's what I mean, Hardwood Bear. Don't engage with these people. That's why I shut it off. I don't shut it off because I can't hear this shit. I shut it off because people I care about or I like or good-hearted people listen to the streams just jump in and they're like, you fucking piece of shit. And then they fight forever. And I'm like, dude, it doesn't matter. These guys are all fags. They're all like rumble fags. Black Belt Bear. It's it for Charlie Bear and the Piano Woodwind. Thank you. I'm in Stitches, Hilarious Bits. as Louisiana Black Bear. Thank you. Kyneton, is Rumble in the chat? Are they talking shit? Do we shut down Rumble? I'll fucking shut down Rumble. We get nothing from Rumble. We like to show people the stream. Oh, if you haven't, you know, just... But we're talking like... I used to jump into that shit early on when I was first a bear, waste of energy. Oh, yeah, because they like it. That's how they come. Most people don't understand how fucking gross a lot of people are. As soon as you engage, you're like, no, Owen's a good guy. They're like... Beep, beep. They just start jerking off. Listen, Rumble, we will make cheese. Yes, milk and egg protein are excellent for the body. Of course they are. And they're just so obsessed with my body. They're like, 
Listen, Owen is not as sperm as he used to be, and I don't like it. You're gay. You're fucking... That, guys, everybody right now that didn't pay their gay away, that's what you're going to become. That's what you're going to become. Like, eventually, you're going to be the guy being like, listen, I can't come anymore to your tits. Dude, do you want that? No, you don't. Enter bstream.live slash app slash Owen Benjamin Comedy. Creative Bear says, there you go, BB. Thank you. Very generous. And Three Thought Bear says, thanks for the stream, BB and Cod. Keep crushing. Yeah. And you guys are not going to end up gay. You want to know how you end up being the guy being like, if you drink raw milk, you're going to get bitch tops. You want to know what happens? It starts easy. It starts going, I don't need a super chat. I don't need a fucking super chat. I just listen for free. And then you just start being like, hey, I'm going to go vegan. And right before you know it, you're just getting railed behind a dumpster. And then you hop on bitch shoot. And now you don't even like listening to me anymore because you're gay. You're just like, Owen's offending me. So what's wrong with porno? I need to come. And then you're like, his body isn't good for me anymore. And you think, you literally think other people are going to listen to that and be like, oh yeah, great point about Owen's bod. You're gay and you don't even know it. And it all came because you didn't fucking super chat. Because you didn't acknowledge that you started on a gay path and it ends with you being like, Owen's tits and hips are not doing it for me anymore. You did it to yourself. All you had to do, entropystream.live slash Owen Benjamin Comedy. P.O. Box 490 standpoint. Because you think you're making a good point. You think, you're, 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 you think that all the other bears are going to jump in and be like, yeah, his pectorals are a little flabby. I can't come to it. We've all been paying our gay away. You understand? All the other bears are paying the gay away. They know, they know it's a slippery fucking slope. All right, Rumble with the first Rumble rant says, Anne Frank was the realist. It was a whole ballpoint pen scam. She invented it and was held back because people hate Jews. Here is from Rumble. You're going to end up, dude, all the people, that's one guy on Rumble, right? Which I do appreciate, but you're going to fucking end up like this guy. Let me read it again. This is your future. This is your future. You're going to sit there and you're going to analyze my body. You're going to say, hey, where is it again? Where I need to hear the exact thing. It's one thing if you're saying hot type, but when you're like sexually analyzing my body like a faggot, like that's because you didn't pay your gay away. All right, where is it? Um, where is it? Milk is full of estrogen. No wonder Owen has bitch tits and bitch chips. You are what you eat. And that's why I'm such a dick. Because I eat dicks. <laughs> hey, Faps Ahoy. That's his name, Faps Ahoy. You're a dick because you are what you eat. And you eat dicks. And then Nuremberg Trials 2.0 said, Milk is full of us. Milk is full of estrogen. Interesting. And then Faps Ahoy 113 says, Yes, look into it. And Nuremberg Trials 2.0 says, skim milk. Uh, God, I mean, it's just, it's just so fucking dumb. That's what happens. That's what happens when you don't pay your gay away. Let me find another one. Okay, let me see. Wow, yesterday I really didn't get too many drills. People were crushing. Oh, that's really funny. 
There's some good ones. Um, contacts are gay. I appreciate that. Uh, yeah, not too bad. I guess people are paying their gay away in their own ways. All right, final Super Chats, and I got to go. Astrolabian Bear, catching up from last week. Busy at work. Appreciate you, Big Bear. Long live Bertaria, indeed. Mr. Majestic says, I don't have enough money to pay Rumbles or Bitchute's comments gay away. Here's a little something for the piano man. Thank, that's all. It's going to help you more than me. It's going to, guys, if you don't pay the gay away, you end up talking about my hips and tits and demonizing milk. Like, it's a bad road, guys. It's a bad road. And they're like, oh, Big Bear, the reason you got tits is because the milk. It's loaded with estrogen. Oh, my God. It's so fucking sick. Right? Faps Ahoy sounds gay. Yeah, all he does is jerk off and criticize superior men. Okay, that's it for me today. I've done my two hours. I've done my, I've done my duty. I've done my dharma. Unauthorized.tv, P.O. Box 490, Sandpoint, Idaho, 83864. Be fruitful and multiply. Don't be fruity and blow a guy. Look, George knows. George just literally just got up.